0: So I'm walking uh, along the banks of the river Amata in central Latvia. I'm not on my own, I'm pleased to say. I have a distinguished writer in company with me. His name is Boris Fishman, uh, an American writer, author of A Replacement Life and My Baby Don't Do Rodeo.
1: Don't Let My Baby Do Rodeo.
0: I beg your pardon. Don't Let My Baby Do Rodeo. Uh, it's the second time that Boris has been in uh, Latvia. We met last yeah, during a little question-and-answer session in Riga, so I'm intrigued to ask you, Boris, why are you back?
1: Well, I'm back because uh, um, <clears throat> I was here last time on behalf of the U.S. Embassy, and um, they really made the most of my time, um, and I had very little free time. But what little I had was enough to see that... Um, Uh, what I had around me was pretty enchanting and I'm talking about both Riga and the countryside and I very much wanted to return on my own and so I do some travel writing on the side and when I got back to the States I pitched a story to my editors at Travel and Leisure and they agreed to send me back so I'm once again here in a somewhat professional capacity and I look forward to some next third visit when I can finally (laughs) be here as an independent human being (laughs) doing nothing other than what I wish.
0: So is there anything in particular that you're looking to uh, depict or
1: see this this time around? Well, uh, the reason I sort of described it that way is because I'm writing for a luxury travel magazine, uh, which has all sorts of prerogatives that I'm trying to, all sorts of experiences that I'm trying to simulate. Um, But as a person who was born not far away from here uh, in Belarus, um, and a person who likes all sorts of different kinds of pastimes that may or may not be relevant to a travel article for a high-end travel magazine. Um, <clears throat> I would I would uh, perhaps seek out different things when I came here next. But, I mean, um, <clears throat> a lot of it overlaps. I think uh, Riga is very... Um, I've said this to several people. Riga is kind of enchanting to me because, uh, in a nutshell, I find there... Uh, extremely sort of high-end amenities, good food, uh, great hotels, uh, a very high level of culture and aesthetics. But all of it is taking place. Uh, first of all, it, 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 it all costs half of what it costs elsewhere in Europe. Hmm. Um, the pace is much quieter, the people are very friendly, um, and um, there seems to be this very unique um, cultural balance that I feel is very rare uh, in the world today. Um, I always, when I travel, seek out places that are modern without being globalized. Um, is it possible to modernize without becoming like every other place in the world? You know, you go to Moscow, Mm. and all the young people in Moscow basically are dressed exactly like the young people in Brooklyn, who are dressed exactly like the young people in Berlin, who are dressed like the young people in Sydney and Tel Aviv and so forth. And, of course, you can find yourself some really radical difference if you go to a place like Ukraine but you're also not going to find um, a lot of the sort of creature comforts and pleasures along with that and so the beautiful thing about Riga and I'm gathering now about the country as a whole is that you can have both and I feel like that's really rare and the other thing that's rare is I'm discovering in this country we're
0: both blowing a bit now because we're going up fairly steep hill but please carry on (laughs)
1: Boris. I'm just getting, it's actually perfectly flat and I'm just getting very excited about (laughs) Latvia. Um, Latvia feels like the healthy version of nationalism, which I guess you could call self-sufficiency or patriotism or or what have you. What I'm referring to is this uh, deep connection that people here seem to have to where they come from, to... Husbanding that history because of how threatened it's been and Somehow figuring out a way to preserve and update at the same time, which one feels to be happening quite successfully here and um, I think that's really rare as well. Some people are um, Doing that in a defensive way some people are uh, Globalizing with no account of what's being left behind, and you come to a place like this and you discover yourself in an environment where all of that is um, happening in a a rare kind of balance. Um, I'm still formulating some of these thoughts, Mm. which will go into the article, but that's sort of the, the, the first draft of the idea. I mean, how do you think
0: it would be possible, or is it even possible, for people who are promoting Latvia as a tourist destination and maybe just promoting investment or promoting Trying to just make it become a little better known in the world. Uh, what you've been talking about are quite sort of complex ideas, yeah. but uh, do you have any advice on how to
1: kind of communicate this? Um, well, the, the great thing that travelers and, and, and sort of all experience havers with disposable income seek out nowadays is authenticity. But the, <clears throat> the dirty secret of that desire is that they don't want to give up comfort. Mm. Um, and more and more these days, in order to have authenticity, you got to get really uncomfortable. Well, we were talking earlier about the value of a little pebble in your shoe as a reminder of how far you've walked. Well, increasingly these days to have authenticity, you know, you need to be walking on hot rocks, you know? And <clears throat> in Latvia, you do not. Uh, you're getting something that blends elements of To some extent Scandinavia, but more so uh, Germany and some flavor from Eastern Europe and uh, uh, whiffs of all sorts of places with like an extremely robust sense of here and nowhere else. Mm. Um, And you're doing it in a place where almost everywhere you go and almost everything you do um, involves deep, authentic pleasures, um, properly sourced food and Things built from local wood, and people who have uh, not only the narratives that they have about what they do um, are not staged for publicity purposes. Mm. So I think that combination is rare. I've given you an answer that's uh, as complex as <laughs> my previous one, um, but it would be some version of authenticity at high comfort, yeah.
0: And have your visits to Latvia sort of informed your writing at all? I mean, you mentioned earlier on you're now quite a long way into your third book. That's right. Um, has there been any influence or maybe just a time to think in certain ways? I don't know.
1: Well, <clears throat> um, there's a couple of things to say about that. Um, I have a long personal history that I will not get into here of trying to find negotiate a kind of a detente between the place that I come from and the place that I've moved to. Um, And America has not always sat easily, uh, but I also can't return to Belarus for reasons that I probably don't have to explain. And so I have found that it is by going to places like Latvia, a place that is close, um, but very importantly not, all sorts of things that Belarus is, that I'm able to acquire or reacquire, uh, right? It's, it's sort of like certain subjects with writing, you can't go at them head on. You have to figure out some device that allows you to go at it mm. from an angle, right? Um, you're not gonna write a novel about who Marx was. You're gonna uh, do a, a kind of a diary from the house, Marx's housekeeper, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and it's in the same way that this place allows me an angle on where I come from that I can handle. Um, as somebody who has spent almost 30 years in America. Um, And that's also actually another answer to the previous question, right? Uh, This, um, it took me over 20 years to figure out that I didn't have to be the one or the other, that I could simply use the best of both. And uh, I don't quite feel at home in America, I don't quite feel at home in Belarus, and I'm I'm not gonna claim that I feel at home in Latvia, but it is a place like this that allows me to feel both both of those sides of myself it's sort of an optimum percentage so I've never had a chance to sit down at a writing desk here Um, but you've mentioned how useful to you the peace and quiet here is Mm -hmm. which is kind of incredible in a country that's relatively so not large Um, but it is quite obviously an ample supply and one only has to look around where we're it's kind of an
0: invisible quality and because it's invisible people tend to disregard it rather than see it as a positive I think
1: Right, and, and I think because I'm an immigrant, because I was brought to America to achieve things with a capital A, it's taken me a very long time to realize that as a human being who is not carrying water for my parents' you know thwarted Soviet dreams, um, I'm actually somebody who um, thrives in an environment like this one, where perhaps... Uh, just enough is going on rather than too much. Mm. Whereas in a place like Belarus, too little is happening. <laughs> and so this balance, this ability to sort of uh, combine creative work with access, easy, easy, sort of untortured access to, to nature and places where you can reflect. I mean, there are scientific studies actually on the value of walking to, to sort of artistic minds. Mm. Um, I would imagine that uh, sort of a residency here, perhaps in your or a shed <laughs> not far from your home tickets it actually, are available <laughs> could be could be quite productive cool well speaking of carrying water um, we've
0: arrived at a, a spring just leaping out of the rocks here um, so we'll stop and have a little drink I know writers are supposed to drink something a little stronger but we can but, maybe move on to that later
1: but i I already <laughs> did that just just for so listeners know it's only 220 p.m 1420 but I've already consumed homemade uh, apple vodka, and uh, I guess was that a, that was a like a balsam liqueur, mm-hmm. The other one, uh, while we were visiting someone, so I feel like I've I've yeah, Papa Hemingway, eat <laughs> your heart out. Yeah, okay. I've acquitted myself for today. Thanks very much, Boris. Thank you.